Welcome to another podcast from School of Surgery. This week we're going to talk about anterior resection, which is an operation to remove a rectal cancer where the tumour is high enough above the sphincters for the colon to be joined onto the residual rectum or the anal rectal junction to complete an anastomosis. It's to be differentiated from APER, abdominoperineal excision of rectum, where the anus is taken away as part of the operation because the tumour is too low-lying to affect a safe join whilst clearing the tumour. And we'll try and talk about APER in another podcast. So just to re- remind you about the underlying principles of removing a tumour, we need obviously to remove the primary tumour completely. And also we need to remove any lymph nodes that drain from the tumour because they may contain cancer cells and so that's important for regional clearance of the tumour to prevent a local recurrence but also for staging and planning of further chemotherapy so if there is tumour in one or more of the lymph nodes which drain from the tumour then we would advise adjuvant chemotherapy which is normally 5-FU after uh, the operation uh, is complete and all the wounds are healed. Uh, the lymph nodes are found along the arteries which supply that part of the bowel and so uh, that's quite helpful to know and it's also important to know that uh, the rectum has a mesentery but it's, it's stuck behind the rectum within the bony pelvis and uh, so it doesn't uh, it's not as obvious in other parts of the bowel but it's there and the mesentery contains the blood vessels and the lymph nodes found in mesenteries elsewhere in the bowel and it's important to excise all of this mesentery in its entirety in a plane just outside the mesentery called the mesorectal plane and so anterior resection uh, the rectal part of it is often called a total mesorectal excision. Before we consider surgery we need to know a few more things. It's important to do a a digital rectal examination of patients and know how high the tumour is above the sphincters there needs to be enough room for uh, an anastomosis to be safely made whilst clearing the tumour. It's not very important to have too much distance between the end of the tumour and the resection margin, but certainly uh, a centimetre uh, is probably what you're looking at to affect a safe join. The tumour in colon cancer doesn't spread submucosally as a rule, and so you can take it quite close to the distal edge. However, you do need enough that the sphincters aren't impaired by the anastomosis or incontinence results. You also need histological proof of the malignancy and that's because we'll talk later about some neoadjuvant treatments, so treatment that happens before the operation uh, with uh, chemotherapy and radiotherapy but before the oncologist will give this they need to know that the thing that they're treating is definitely a cancer so you need some biopsies and the pathologist to confirm that it is actually rectal cancer you also need a complete view of the colon as possible. There's about a 5-8% to 8% chance of there being a synchronous tumour elsewhere in the colon. And, uh, and so it would be uh, embarrassing uh, if uh, you did all this to take out the rectal cancer and found there was a sequel cancer uh, also. And you can have a look with the colonoscope if you can get past the tumour or the CT pneuma colon or even still with a barium enema. As part of the workup you also want to stage the tumour radiologically. And so uh, chest, chest, abdomen and pelvis 
CT scan are essential and also essential is an MRI scan of the pelvis and the latter is particularly important because you want to know that the tumour and its lymph nodes are contained within the mesorectum without need for further treatment. So rectal cancer is uh, a cancer that occurs within 15 centimetres of the anal margin. So the anal margin is here, you look at it with the sigmoidoscope and rectal cancer is the things that occur within 15 centimetres. My writing hasn't improved over the last few weeks from the anal margin. So the rectal cancer is going to be in here somewhere. If the rectal cancer is right down here, then obviously you don't have enough room to get beneath that to join it back up and a better operation would be APER, abdominoperineal excision of rectum. On the MRI scan, uh, what we get is a cross-section of the, of the pelvis and that's uh, the best view to have a look at these things. So we'll see now the lumen of the rectum and let's say there's some tumour sitting in the lumen of the rectum and then if this is anterior here, posterior here, we'll see that you can see on the MRI scan around the rectum there is the mesorectum normally slightly off-centre like this, a bit like a fried egg. And outside this is the bony pelvis itself. In a man, the seminal vesicles are often around here, depending on what, what level we're looking at. And then out here uh, are blood vessels, such as the iliacs and things that you need to stay away from. Now, when we look at the MRI scan, what we want to do is to make sure that this mesorectal margin here is clear of tumour or lymph nodes. So in here you might see lymph nodes and if you've got a big lymph node that's close to the edge of the mesorectum if you do an operation you may spill some cells from there which remain in the rectum and predisposed to a local recurrence. Also the tumour itself might be growing and getting to the edge of the or beyond the edge of the mesorectum and perhaps even growing out this way and getting to the beyond the edge here. So you can have quite bulky tumours so what you're looking for is the edge of the mesorectum to make sure that's not under threat either by tumour itself or lymph nodes associated with the tumour. Quite often you do find it's under threat and the thing to do then is to try and downsize the tumour and you can do that with radiotherapy and a bit of and a smaller dose of chemotherapy. And the radiotherapy is given in divided doses over about six weeks and there's a further six weeks for the radiotherapy to take effect and then there's another MRI scan to, to see what response to radiotherapy that the tumour has had. And hopefully by the time next time you see it, what you often see is there's the mesorectum again and the tumour has shrunk down a lot and this lymph node has decreased in size so that the mesorectum is now clear of any threat of involved tumour. You can take it out. Very occasionally you get complete response of the tumour to the chemotherapy and radiotherapy and uh, what to do about those is a question for debate in colorectal surgery at the moment. So here's our rectal cancer sitting here and we can see that the inferior mesenteric which becomes a superior rectal is the artery which supplies this part and so what we want to do is to be able to take away this and this inferior mesenteric artery is either divided up here or perhaps sometimes here leaving the left 
colic branch intact and so with that we get lymph glands in the line of the inferior mesenteric artery. The other thing we want to do is to free up the colon down here by mobilizing that and often depending on how the patient's made the splenic flexure also and then a division of convenience somewhere around here and beneath the tumour. And then we join this bit onto this bit after we've dissected out the rectum. We want to dissect out the rectum in its entirety around the mesorectal plane. So there's the mesorectal, there's the lumen again, there's the tumour, there's the mesorectum and we dissect all the way around the mesorectal plane. It's a, an embryological plane that's relatively bloodless and hopefully in a later podcast we'll be able to show you exactly how we do this. And we take that all the way down to uh, in an upper rectal tumour about five centimetres below the tumour or in a mid to lower tumour we take out all the, um, the mesorectum and uh, divide at the anorectal junction and anastomose there. So what we have when we've removed the tumour is the rectal stump like this and the proximal end of the colon. There's a tenia coli on there. there. We need to join that onto that and we do it as in the previous podcast with a gun. So we put the bottom end of the gun, staple gun in here. The spike goes through the bottom and the anvil in the top end here which is sewed in with the purse string and we join these two things together so that now we have the colon there joined on to the rectal stump or the anorectal junction there and we fire the stapler and staples join these two bits together. Now this is pretty low down and the worst thing that can happen to anastomosis is anastomotic leak. The lower down the rectum the joints made, the higher the risk of anastomotic leak. And so when you get to the anorectal junction, the risk of a leak is about one in eight cases. And the mortality from anastomotic leak can be as high as 40 to 50%. So you want to do everything you can to avoid uh, getting, ha having these effects of a leak. And so when we have a low join, a low anastomosis, then the best thing to do is to perform a defunctioning ileostomy. And so it doesn't really matter if you have a hole so much as long as there's not faeces going through that hole. So if we look at where we are now with the colon, there's a colon going down here, joined onto the, we've taken the rectum out, there's the anastomosis there, quite low down. And what we want to do here is to bring the terminal ileum and bring it up through the abdominal wall, make a cut in that there, and then we have a loop ileostomy with a nice spout on it, which comes through the skin and defunctions that joint there. So it means that feces doesn't go all the way around and out of any hole there. And we leave that to settle down, and a few weeks later we can perform a contrast enema to make sure that that join is 
intact and if contrast doesn't leak out that joint then we can reverse that ileostomy and restore intestinal continuity. That's about it for anterior section. Hopefully we'll have a video of one being performed quite shortly as, an, as a video podcast. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you might like to uh, find our page on Facebook and like us. You can subscribe to all our podcasts uh, by searching for School of Surgery on iTunes or you can subscribe and follow us on the uh, website itself at schoolofsurgery.podomatic.com. Thanks for listening.